In this episode of the Hair Radio Morning Show, we're counting down some of the greatest music and music guests of our time. All have appeared on our broadcast over the years. Great stories, great memories. Some are music producers, writers, and some are singers. But all are friends of the Hair Radio Morning Show. Mr. Lenny Williams comes in on our countdown at number 10. Now, the ultimate soul crooner, Oakland, California native Lenny Williams, possesses one of the most distinctive voices in contemporary music. With his rich, passionate vocal style, he is rightfully regarded as one of R&B's most influential soul men. Williams began his musical career making records that have subsequently become R&B and pop classics. Tunes like the mega-hit Cause I Love You, recorded on his solo album and so very hard to go, which he recorded as the lead singer for The Tower of Power. Lenny Williams' style has transcended into the new millennium, of course, influencing many of today's newest R&B and pop vocalists. Now, I remember interviewing Mr. Lenny Williams a couple of times, uh, and he's always been such a great interviewee, as many of you guys in broadcasting uh, might have found out uh, when you have interviewed him. Now, I have to say, uh, in our interview, he talks of his uh, collaboration with the one and only Miss Betty Wright, and we lost Miss Betty Wright. Now, she was the original cleanup woman song. You guys know her. Uh, not all that long ago, she passed away, and we just want to shout her out this morning. Lenny Williams is going on strong as proof in our interview. Again, coming in at number 10 on the Hair Radio Morning Show countdown of our music artists and music guests Thank you is so Mr. Much. Lenny Williams. Yes, we're happy to have you. Now, you have quite uh, an expansive career in music, and the first thing that comes to mind when we think of Liddy Williams, you know where I'm going with this. Lenny, everybody recognizes oh, you oh, as, oh, oh, yes. Exactly. How do you feel about that? I, I've always wanted to know that. How do you feel about being known uh, as, as that, the singer who, um, that's his, uh, his tagline. How do you feel about that? It's, it's cool. I, I love it. You know, I mean, I, I'm, I've, I've had songs that uh, have uh, been higher on the charts. Actually, Cause I Love You never was a single. You know, I've had songs that you're in the top ten, and uh, but this song seems to have distinguished itself. You know, it uh, you know has a uh, uh, something that that stands out, and so most definitely uh, it, um, it it's humbling and it makes me feel good that that uh, you know that people can identify me with that. Well, what that's amazing. So, Cause I Love You was never actually released as a single. Yeah, and never as a single. It was on. Really? Uh, yeah, it was uh, just on the uh, Spark of Love album. And I remember wow. uh, years later, uh, MCA at that time, uh, it, uh, before we came Universal, wanted to uh, to do a single, and so they asked me to uh, edit it, and then I tried it, and I, you know, I was like, oh, it didn't work. And then they had Andre Fisher, now the uh, Cole's husband at the time, to try to do it, and mm -hmm. they didn't like that. So it was never, never ever been a been a single. Wow. And I mean, it. seven and a half minutes, right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yes. 
and it is quite popular. And it just stands, I guess it's such a great song that it just stands the test of time and just has reached and touched so many different individuals. So I know you have it's to perform that everywhere you go. <laughs> Yes. yes. If I don't do that, they're gonna run me out of town. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you got to do the dog, and 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 we can't get enough of it. So uh, now, Lenny, I want to go back a little bit. I want to I want uh, okay. to share with everybody. Yeah, let's let's go back. Where are you from? And uh, you know, just how did you get your start? Where are you from? Well, I'm from uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. That's where I was born. But I was actually raised in Oakland. I came Oakland, California. I came to Oakland when I was. Uh, 18 months old, and my mom tells a story that uh, that uh, she taught me how to say the Lord's Prayer, and so she invited some of the older women from the church, and she said, Leonard Charles knows how to say his prayers, and they gathered around, and and so you'd know, like you know, time for me to, you know, uh, say my prayers, and I said, Our Father, and then I threw my hands in the air and said, Hey, Baba, we bop, which was a uh, hit song at that time. And so I guess I've just been listening to the radio and singing, you know, all my life. And then I started playing trumpet in the uh, fourth grade. Uh, and then I went to church with uh, the Stewart family, which is Slashdown and his family, with uh, Walter Hawkins, Ed Hawkins, Jermaine Hawkins, uh, Andre Crouch, uh, Sandra Crouch, Billy Preston, you know. So, you know, I was kind of always around around music. And uh, and then after I kind of got out of the church, you know, I was hanging out with people like uh, Huey Lewis and uh, – uh, John Fogarty from Creed's Clearwater. So, you know, just always, mm-hmm. this has always been a part of my life. Yeah. So those were some of the influences. Who were some of the others? Well, uh, I loved Sam Cooke when I was growing up, so I listened to the radio and, uh, you know, just trying to learn all the Sam Cooke songs. And my cousin and I, we went to school together, went to high school together, so we just grabbed us, uh, you know, a carton of milk and some uh, uh, some cookies, and we'd walk around and sing uh, Sam Cooke songs and, and uh, you know, and, and have a contest and see who could, uh, you know, be the number one Sam Cooke uh, imitator. And he'd always vote for himself, and I'd always vote for me. And so, you know, we all, it was always a tie, yeah. But uh, that's, wow. that, was, that was my main, main man right there, Sam Cooke. Wow. Well, I want to talk about the Tower of Power days as well. Um, what can you tell us about that whole experience? We know that you then went on and to your uh, remarkable solo career. But uh, what can you tell us in summary um, about your, your days with Tower of Power? Yeah, and the way I met the guys in Tower of Power was uh, I did a record in like 1969 on Fantasy Records. And uh, everybody was saying, well, when are you going to do a show? When are you going to do a show? And I'm like, uh, I don't have a band. So a friend of mine introduced me to this guy, and he took me to Fremont, California, which is about, 40 miles outside of Oakland to a suburb. And I went out there and I met this young band and they called themselves the Motown Soul Band. So we started mm-hmm. talking and hanging out and, you know, rehearsing and things. And then uh, nothing ever ever came of it. And so fast forward a few years later, I was hanging out with Larry Graham and we were writing songs. And uh, Larry suggested we put some horns on it. So he said, I'm going to call the band Tower Power. So they came over, and when they walked through the door, I'm like, oh, I remember these guys. They used to be the Motown soul band, so we got uh-huh. reacquainted. And then I started I started writing for them. And then wow. they had a problem with the, their singer. And uh, so uh, they said, well, you, you want to be the, the singer? You know, we have a problem with uh, with the guy that's the lead singer. I'm like, okay, cool. And so then we put out uh, So Very Hard to Go, and bam, he's number one. Just that was it. I think we recorded it in East 
in December, by the end of January, it was number one. It was just uh, wow, just a trip, you know, you know just a band, you know, real music business, I would say. Yeah. Exactly. So then you began to carve out a career for yourself as um, as a, a solo a solo performer. Uh, but yeah. I believe that you probably took a lot of those lessons and things from the group. You you know that you carried that forward with you. Um, I well, like yeah, the fact. Yeah, most am I right? No, you go ahead. Tell me. Okay. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, yeah, like Tom Power. I mean, I, yeah, Tom Power was a you know a big group. You know, there was uh, about mm-hmm. twelve members in the band, and uh, you know we had two managers and uh, you know the roadies and everything. So I learned a lot of things that you should do to make a band work and. And you know, run efficiently. And then I learned, you know, a lot of things that you shouldn't do. You know, Tom Power had a lot of drugs. There's a lot of drugs in the band. You know, you know, and you know, a lot of drugs, alcohol, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Really, you know. Right. And so, you know, you know, so I've learned, you know, that those things can actually destroy your band's career, things like that. You know, so there were a lot of lessons to be learned, and but you know, most of them were positive lessons. And uh, so, you know, I was with the band for uh, two, we did three albums, and uh, and then I left and started to, uh, you know, return to my, to my solo career. Absolutely. Now, listen, I also like the fact that you worked with folks like Betty Wright and The Roots, of course. Uh, I just, mm-hmm. there is the song that uh, you guys did, I believe it's, uh, I think it's called Baby Come Back, uh, but it's just such a great right. song. What is it like when you get to, and and that's just amongst many, of course. But what is it like when you get an opportunity to work with these other legendary artists? Well, you know, just like I'm, I was just sitting around on the phone ringing, and it was like uh, I answered, "Hey, baby, Betty Wright on the phone." I'm like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> what's up?" You know, and she's like, "Hey, I'm uh-huh. doing this song. I want you to do it." And I said, "Okay," and I said, "I'm wow. going to send it to you." And uh, and, I, and, she, and, then, and she said, you tell me what you think. So she sent it to me, and I listened to it, and uh, you know, on, on the computer. And then she, you know, she said, well, I, I said I like it. She said, well, this is what I want you to do. And so she told me what to do. And so I went to the studio, and I did it. Then I sent it back to her. And then she said, well, I want you to do a little bit more of this, a little bit more of that. And I said, okay. Send it back. She said, well, okay, man, yeah, don't do too much over there. You know, you know, she, you know, Betty, you know, she knows our music, right? And yeah. so then yeah. she's like, oh, I'm loving it, I'm loving it. So I wanted to hear her laughing, and, and she seemed like she loved it. And so that's yeah. just how it, how it came by. And I was just, like, so excited and so honored, you know, to, to, to oh, do the wow. song with Betty. Because she's a, a class act and a, a legend, Absolutely. you know, herself, and most definitely. Absolutely. Well, it is a fabulous song, let me say that. So definitely for you guys out there. Now let's talk about your your music, uh, the current music, and also some of the projects, of course, that you had along the way. But what are some of the things that you're working on these days? Yeah, well, I'm basically, I just uh, did an album uh, called Still in the Game, and, you know, did that, I think, in 2012. And, uh, you know, we're still working, you know, and, and promoting that. And uh, and then I think I've been doing some plays. And then also I, um, uh, you know, spent a lot of time down south and uh, in, in Chicago and, and you know, people love the blues, so I've kind of incorporated some blues into my show. And so people would always say, "Well, what's so on my CD? Is that blues on there?" And I'm like, "No." And so I was like, you know, "I'm about to cut me a couple of blues songs, you know, and put on the CD." Mm-hmm. So I went in uh, here recently and did that. And then so uh, somebody heard it and they were having uh, the blues to it. The blues is all right to it. And they said, "Well, you want to be on that?" And I'm like, "Yeah." 
So now I'm on the blues tour. You know, I'll be doing that all of March and some of April. And well, actually, starting in February, uh, February 27th, down in uh, New Orleans, and then uh, all of March. And so, just excited about that. And uh, you know, it's um, you know, it's just tremendous to be able to go back and do things like gospel and the blues uh, because they, uh, you know, they're the roots of, uh, of of our music here in the in the United States. You know, in America, absolutely. Yes, folks. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Kerry Hines, and uh, we have a music legend with us today. His name is Lenny Williams. Uh, Lenny, I just want to welcome you again to the Hair Radio Morning Show. Hey, it's my pleasure. Most definitely my pleasure. Now, I have to say, um, and we kind of just moved a little bit past that, but I do want to talk about uh, Still in the Game. You have a lot of great songs on there uh, that I really, me as we personally love, and I'm sure everybody out there feels the same way. Um, what was it like uh, in doing a lot of those songs for that particular uh, CD? And I remember you did one that I love, uh, and and I have to think of it now that I'm on the spot. But what was it like for you doing all of those? Uh, yeah. Well, I like that yeah, one, too. Love- That's one of my favorites, too. I like still, I like... Um, it was the one, the one that got away. Well, that I like too. <laughs> and we uh-huh. have all these songs going on, but there was one yeah. other one that you did um, uh, in my mind, and you tell in me which mind. CD that was yeah. on. Yes, uh, yes that was right, on that yeah, CD. My was, oh my goodness! Yeah, Let me tell you something. Right here, right here. Oh, that yeah. was on the other yeah. CD. Okay, sir, you are a singing man, and uh, we love it. <laughs> we absolutely, you, we love it. You know, they're just um, there's just something about these songs that you you do that are just fantastic. Obviously, uh, so yeah, so so still in the game. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, still in the game is still out there, and folks can uh, yeah, pick it up and hear some of these other songs that you have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. All right. Well, now, um, and you were just saying about the blues. So now you're kind of moving into that territory. What is it like to kind of make that transition and uh, how well, do you feel about it? You know, it's like it's not like it's uh you know like I'm uh you know just kind of, it, it, when I do my shows and all I do is blues you know but you know because I'm you know I, I still have to be true to who I am and where I've been mm-hmm. and so when I go on stage I try to you know sing all of the you know the songs from the various eras that I've been you know been singing so I'm you know uh, the Tom Power stuff the stuff that I did uh, after I left Tom Power the songs I did with Kenny G on the Dual Tones album, uh, and then now, you know, uh, incorporating a couple of blues songs into my uh, repertoire, and then basically, uh, you know, so that way whoever is in the audience, they get a little bit of uh, the Lenny Williams that they came to came to see. And, uh, you know, so it's just been, been tremendous you know, and, and, and great reception. People seem to love it, and, you know, and, and so, uh, you know, we just uh, keep on marching on. I hear you, sir. Now, tell us about the music of today. Um, how do you feel about some of these younger performers, some of these new artists who are out? I know quite a few of them have already sampled your music, so we kind of have an idea how they feel about you. But what do you? How do you feel about uh, them and the music that they're doing these days? Well, there's some good artists out there, you know. I mean, like Neo and uh, and uh, you know different people like that, uh, Beyonce, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So. Uh, definitely like you know like like them and 
you know, and, you know rap. I like I like rap music too. You know, I mean, uh, sometimes I think uh, uh, some rap artists are, are lyrically challenged. I mean, I would say that the the way they do their lyrics, even the stuff that I don't like, are uh, is it, great. I mean, I listen to the way they compose their lyrics and and things like that, and it's like it's it's, it's sensational, and uh, and I see why why it sells. Uh, but I think that uh, you know some of them, you know. Uh, uh, limit themselves because you know uh, with the, you know a lot of uh, the profanity and things like that and it's like well what if you get a call from Disney and they want you to do uh, uh, a song for nine year olds if uh, if all you can do is you know swear you know and use profanity then you're gonna miss out on that million dollar contract mm-hmm. you know? uh, so you know I think that people need to broaden you know their their scope a little bit, but uh, not that you know it's, it's their day, you know. And so, uh, I mean, who am I to uh, get in the way and and you know overly critique what they do? You know, I listen to what I like, you know, what I like and what I don't like. I change, turn the channel, you know. I'm sure that you know people when my music comes on, if they like it, they listen to it. If they don't like it, they turn the channels, which you know we're all entitled to do. But uh, for the most part, I like you know what's going on. I can turn the radio on and. Listen to the club, right. club, and uh, you know, and uh, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm tapping my feet. I feel like getting out on the middle of the floor and <laughs> doing my thing, you know. So, um, wow, I more power, you know, more power to them, most definitely. God, well, they can certainly take a page from your playbook with the long, you know, the longevity of your career. Just amazing. Okay, well, Lenny, yeah, I've been you have to for tell. A while. That's most definitely, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, I um, want to talk a little bit more about the current projects and how folks can find you and or your music. Tell us. Yeah, I'm on, uh, you can go to LennyWilliams.com, and you can also uh, go, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, on Instagram. So, you know, uh, you can go to iTunes, Amazon, you know, all of the uh, online, uh, you know, stores and find my music. And uh, I can say we're, we're in business, we're in the music business, you know, and uh, that we're out there doing shows or we're, Doing videos and uh, you know we make making it happen. We won't do anything, you know. You know, morning hair show and you know just making it. Yes. Making making it happen, you know, and being you know visible and uh, and everything like that, you know, and viable, you know. So, um, you know, I mean that's what you know. It, the the music business has changed a lot, and especially for older artists, you know, artists that have been around for a while, you know, myself included. Uh, I see people, you know, uh, who. You know who are icons like Aretha Franklin putting out records and people don't even know that they're out. Ron Isley, you know, so it's a definitely, uh, you know, uh, a, a time to uh, be diligent and and uh, and you know just re- rediscover and redefine yourself and and your uh, your methods of getting your, your music out. You know, so the internet and uh, social media, exactly, and your own records and things like that. Uh, you know, is the is the theme of the day. That's I couldn't agree more. It seems like that is uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, it's not quite the way it was before. But at the same time, there are a lot of great uh, possibilities that uh, lie oh, ahead. Yeah, most so, definitely. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, you know, you know, you just gotta. Uh, yeah, and I think what it is is getting people back to the point where they, you know, what you're doing for self and. You're not reliant upon, you know, uh, a record company coming and signing you, or you know. So when, uh, you know, when when the when the going gets tough, it's tough to get going. And so, you know, you just you figure out another way to do it. You know, when I was growing up, if my dad, if uh, 
if something went wrong around the house and we didn't have the money to call, you know, the man with the, the big truck to come do it, you know, he uh-huh. did. You know, he used to figure it out. He used to sit up there and look at it and look at it from the left side and the right side and the other <laughs> side and the other side. And he's all okay, uh-huh. I'm ready. And take it apart and fix it and <laughs> exactly. put it back together. And made it work. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, make wow. make it work most definitely. So that's what we're doing. You know, we're making it work, and it's and it's exciting. You know, I mean, it's exciting, and and it keeps you, you know, keeps you going, keeps that blood flowing. You're getting up, you know, every day, and uh, you know, it's a new challenge, and and then you know, when you uh, succeed, you know, you, you you pat yourself on the back, and you see the rewards of of uh, you know of what you've done. Absolutely. Well, Lenny, I have to say, I want to thank you so much. Did would you did you have any like uh, any Last uh, comments that you'd like to share with us today? Any words of inspiration? Yeah, I just like to say that I, you know, I want to thank all, thank you, thank all your listeners, you know, for supporting me over over the years. Uh, you know, buying the CDs, buying the records, uh, um, coming out to the shows, and you know, calling radio stations and asking, uh, you know, requesting the records. I want people to know that I. Uh, don't take that for granted, you know, uh, that I am mm-hmm. humbled by it. And, uh, and uh, you know, hopefully I can, you know, live up to the, uh, you know, the standard uh, and, uh, you know, always be professional and uh, get people what they want. Lenny, you have far exceeded 